Hello, and welcome to the Conscious Hoofbeat Podcast. This is a podcast that explores the interconnectedness of our health and the health of our horses through self-care, mindfulness, and personal development, along with a little equine wisdom and wellness. I am your host, Dr. Pamela Maynard. I'm a published author and researcher, equine body worker, energy facilitator, and I am passionate about deepening our connection with horses. If you want a more meaningful relationship with your horse, it starts within yourself. So don't forget to go to ConsciousHoofBeat.com and sign up for our exclusive email list to get the Conscious Hoofbeat Monthly and start your journey today. Today I want to talk to you about the five love languages and how they apply to your relationship with your horse. In the early 90s, Dr. Gary Chapman wrote a book called The Five Love Languages. And I feel that this book is still very relevant because it's still very popular today. It has been on the New York Times bestseller list since August 2009, and a new revised edition was released in 2015. And I believe there's other books um, relating to it as well. But the five love languages that I'm going to look at are from his original book. And they are physical touch, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and words of affirmation. It is not uncommon for someone to show their love for someone else through their own love language. For example, if someone's love language is acts of service, they will usually show their love for their partner by doing things like washing the dishes, mowing the yard, or cleaning the house. But if the partner's love language is physical touch, then washing the dishes, mowing the yard, and cleaning the house, they're just chores that need to be done, and that person's love tank is not being filled with their own love language. This is why it is important to know your partner's love language so you can speak each other's love language and fill your love tanks equally. The different ways we express love in our relationships and how we perceive love coming from someone else so is you know what these love languages are about. So of course in Dr. Pamela fashion, I can't not think about the five love languages without thinking about the interconnectedness of the love languages with our horses. When we don't share the same love language or understand each other's love language in human relationships, it can present some challenges. So the love languages are a great tool to assist in improving your human relationships. And of course, they can assist in our relationship with horses too. The first love language is physical touch. And this is probably the easiest love language to recognize with horses because naturally we like to touch them and we enjoy finding their itchy spots that they enjoy being scratched on. And when we're doing this, there's this energy exchange with the touch. And the good energy, you know, like the enjoyable good energy type of touch, not like 
you know, if you're beating your horse or they're biting you, but the good stuff, um, that produces oxytocin. And oxytocin is what they consider the feel-good hormone. Jellybean, my weanling, he likes to just simply rest his chin on my shoulder. And sometimes he's just happy to lay his chin in the palms of my hands and just quietly be present with me. Whereas my pinto pony, Crusoe, he prefers to have his withers scratched and, and be more, I guess you could say, aggressive with his touch. The second love language is acts of service. This is when we take care of our horses and provide them with a safe place to live. That includes, you know, food, water, shelter. It's when we feed them supplements and treats. It's when we exercise them. Um, maybe we provide toys like jolly balls or something for them. We make sure that they have friends with them in their turnout and pasture that they get along with so they don't have any unnecessary stress. It can be you know, training for their discipline that they are most suited for or, you know, whatever stimulation they need to not just survive, but thrive and be healthy, you know, physically, emotionally, and, you know, live a long life with us. So like police horses, uh, cattle horses, and even those little kids horses that love to do lessons, they like to be of service. We've all known those horses that like have to have a job or a purpose or they just aren't happy. The next love language is giving and receiving gifts. Every time one of my horses leaves me a healthy pile of poo in the cross ties, I always say in jest, thank you for the present. You must really love me. Obviously, you know, with a cat or a dog, this might be a little more obviously obvious, I guess, this love language, because a cat might bring you a mouse or a bird, or your dog might bring you his toy. Um, but what I consider the greatest gift of all from my horses is the gift of unconditional love and acceptance. The fourth love language is quality time. Quality time is doing anything together that we both enjoy doing, like grooming, trail riding, chasing cows, you know, that list could go on. My self say mare, Maggie, for example, she just simply likes me to hang out with her. You know, she's just like, just take me for a walk, just hang out, but... She doesn't necessarily, um, you know, like all the other stuff that some of the other horses like. And the fifth and final love language is words of affirmation. As horse owners, we tend to say good boy and good girl all the time. And sometimes it isn't always what we say, but how we say it and the tone of our voice. Every night I do a barn check before I go to bed and as my little jelly bean rests his head on my shoulder, I tell him he is loved, I tell him he is healthy, he is smart, he is whole, and I tell him that we will grow old together.
I can't prove that he knows exactly what I'm saying, but I do know that he senses that good juju that I am sending him through my words. I think my love language depends on the situation, the person, or the horse. And there's a part of me that resonates with all of them. And it's possible to have more than one love language. The first step in determining your love language and your horse's love language is just having an awareness around it. Perhaps you've been having some challenges with a horse that doesn't like to be petted on, but might be more responsive to positive words. Or maybe you've been trying to spend quality time with your horse and what he or she really wants is to be of service. I believe that when we have a better understanding of ourselves, it allows us to have a better understanding of our horses. And then that's when we are able to deepen our relationship. So now that you are aware of the five love languages, I want to challenge you to start observing yourself and your horse from the lens of love and utilize the love languages to express your love with your horses. I believe your horse will thank you for it. Enjoy filling your love tank and your horse's love tank. And until next time, enjoy your horse.